0: It did get so bad about 18 years ago. I was only sleeping two hours a night and that was like so severe that I got hospitalised and put sent to a sleep clinic. Welcome to The Wellness
1: Breakdown. I'm Eve Kalinick. And I'm Rose Ferguson. This is the podcast where we test out the latest wellness trends and fads and let you know if they actually work. Each week we challenge each other to trial out
2: something new and report back. That's basically how the podcast started but now it's expanded into a really lovely hub for a growing wellness community.
1: Yes absolutely so please join in and remember we now broadcast the podcast on YouTube so look for the Wellness Breakdown pod. We're very happy that Ancient and Brave is back as our season sponsor. They have an incredible range of collagen supplements, MCT oil, and nootropic blends. As well as nourishing your skin, hair, and nails, collagen has been associated with whole body health benefits, which may include supporting joints and muscles to gut health.
2: Eve and I are both fans of supplementing collagen, but not all collagen is created equal. Ancient and Braves is beautifully pure, highly absorbable, and clinically researched, Also, very easy to take as part of your everyday ritual as it's also odourless and tasteless. Perfect added to your morning coffee or daily cacao.
1: Consistency is key when taking supplements and to get you started, Ancient and Brave is offering 20% off your first three orders when you subscribe with the code wellness20.
2: Ancient and Brave are passionate about sustainability. They are a B Corp and a member of the powerful global initiative 1% for the Planet. So 1% of all sales go towards environmental causes that protect the planet. So buying their products means you're supporting the planet too.
1: Hello and welcome to the Wellness Breakdown and this is the final episode in series four. Yes,
2: what a season we've had from ultra-processed foods. Calorie counting, not forgetting your liver, Flushy Eve,
1: not one of your favourites. No, it wasn't. Although, actually, I think the ultra processed foods really was the worst there. Mm. But yeah, we've dug into a variety of trends this season, and our final one, Daphne, won't disappoint. I love this one because it's an
2: area that affects us all and our guest in particular, I really think that this could have a massive impact on her and I really hope it does.
1: So for this challenge, we wanted to explore how aligning our circadian rhythms can help us with our sleep. And we also bring in a fantastic expert on this to help our guests along the way.
2: Sadie Frost, you will know as an actor, producer, fashion designer, she's a very, very close friend of mine. And I know she really struggles with her sleep. And that is why I thought we thought that she would be really good for this challenge and so we're very glad she's going to join us.
1: Yeah, so have a listen in to when we set her the challenge. Sadie Frost, welcome to the Wellness Breakdown
2: podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to take part in this challenge. Um, You've been a friend of mine for, well, three decades now. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs)
0: That's why I need to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly.
2: Uh, um, so, what have you been up to? How's life? How's everything?
0: Life's pretty good. It's been um, very transitional. There's been a lot of things going on. I've been directing a documentary, and I've moved house. It's, yeah, there's been a lot of change, but you know, life is very good. Yeah and you're. how are you feeling in yourself? Good? I'm um, just recovering from a bit of a cold but no I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. good. You know yeah the sleep thing is always uh, a thing for me so I'm really looking forward to this challenge.
2: Yeah exactly
0: so this is what we're going to do. We're
2: going to try and help you with your sleep because I know you've struggled with <gasps> sleep. Oh hello Cherry. Sorry that's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind just telling us a little bit about your struggle with sleep over the years?
0: So I think I've always had a very, I mean, and a lot of people do speak about this having a you know, a very over imaginative kind of mind. And, you know, and a lot of people have been diagnosed recently with ADHD and I apparently am kind of borderline ADHD. But when I was a kid, I, I kind of used to have a lot of nightmares which would interfere with sleep patterns and just kind of I did a lot of sleepwalking, sleep talking. My mum would find me in the street, in the supermarket, crossroads, so you look out the window, I'd be just, you know, walking around the street. And, um, you know, always in at friends houses, they find me in an air and cupboard and things like that. And then it just got worse when I had children, because so I had four kids, and I breastfed all of them. And two of them were like, woke up every two, three hours, you know, and I would, it just made me have a very, very light um, sleep pattern. and And I never really recovered from ever sleeping more than two, three hours in a stint after breastfeeding. So I go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up. And it did get so bad about, it must have been 18 years ago, I was only sleeping two hours a night. And that was like so severe that I got hospitalized and put sent to a sleep clinic under a, a special sleep doctor. And then they kind of had their way of doing it, which was taking me off kind of any kind of like I wasn't out of phones or TVs and, and my mind was overstimulated and my adrenals were going crazy and then it did actually work um, and when I came out I had a, a thing called a sleep debt where you just can't stop sleeping so it was funny because a friend of ours mutual friend of ours took me away and I just slept for 20 hours a day <laughs>
2: oh wow, my god if you were sleeping that much with me I'd call the ambulance because you don't <laughs>
0: it was, sleep it was, it was like heaven but um But slowly over the years, it's got bad again. And yeah, recently, you know, it's really affected um, my life. And when when, when your life is pretty kind of like you're doing all the right things, like you're eating right, you're meditating, you know, it's a really annoying thing because you're like, I'm going to bed early, I'm really looking after myself. And why can't I sleep? And sometimes you just want to cry. It's really hard. But you know, this is why, yeah, it's just good to find out as much information as possible. So what we're going to do
2: with you is for two weeks, we're going to work on aligning your circadian rhythm. So trying to get your body into that wake sleep cycle and the sleep emphasis on the sleep (laughs) cycle to see if we can improve it. So the idea is that the minute you wake up, you go outside and you let the light penetrate your eyes and get into your body. The idea around it and the science coming up around it is that this helps to set your rhythm for later in the day. So your body knows it's time to wake up and therefore it starts releasing the right hormones to to keep you awake through the day. But also that knocks into getting you to go to sleep at night. So it's about your natural 24 hour clock. And we want you to follow the app. Um, Eve's going to talk to you a bit more about Chris, who's going to help guide this He's a guy called Chris Connors, and we'll introduce you to him. But Eve, would you tell us a bit about Chris?
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, Well, thanks again, Sadie, for coming on. Really appreciate it, because obviously this is something really personal to you as well, and there's been a real struggle, so we really appreciate you opening up about it, because I think... Loads of people that we see in our practices, Rose and I, struggle with their sleep. And it's like you said, it's the worst thing when you can't sleep. It just puts you out of sorts like it really, you know, above anything else, really. So we're really happy that you've agreed to be part of this. And um, we're going to leave you in some very capable hands and a very soothing voice in in the kind of meditation mindfulness coach that is my very dear friend Chris Connors he has worked with many different people across the board actually in terms of helping to support more mindfulness and specifically related to circadian rhythms I don't know if you know much about circadian rhythms no a little bit yeah it is that kind of natural ebb and flow with with the light and the dark there's slightly confusing Information out there, so it's really good to clarify. Absolutely. And you know, there's so much research, like Rose mentioned there, like coming out of Stanford now and using light like, therapy to really help with quite significant sleep disorders. So, we think this is going to be really perfect for you. And also, you're going to have a nice coach in Chris that's going to help guide you through the process because I think that's also really important. He will give you some guidance on like how to plan your meetings, you know, like in terms of like times of day that will maximize your kind of energy and focus and you know try to get you to kind of switch off those devices into the evening um he's also made notes about making sure that you hydrate well which i'm pretty sure you do and avoiding caffeine after 12 he's also got this fantastic app called oppo which again i'm not sure if you've heard of but there's some really lovely kind of guided meditations on there and kind of sound baths like with certain sort of sounds to help stimulate brainwaves for certain times of the day so I think you'll really really enjoy that I've certainly really enjoyed it I think Rose you've tried the Oppo app as well haven't you I have and they're really
2: good but I also think for our listeners it's important that you don't need to have Chris the idea of the app is
1: there to help everyone so exactly well he designed it for that reason and obviously for this challenge we wanted to really like focus on it so yeah We want to get the horse's mouth. exactly, So
2: we're going to the top. But it's also, just to explain, Sadie is our um, guinea pig.
0: (laughs) Probably the hardest (laughs) guinea pig you can find. I
2: know. (laughs) I know. I was like, do we know anyone with sleep problems? I was like, "Mm, I do. (laughs) But it's sleep to the max. But it's interesting, actually. Sorry, talking about sleep. When I was younger, when you were younger, when we were all younger, people used to boast about only needing four hours sleep. And I think now we're realising, well, we know that sleep, we need to try and get the best out of sleep. Having said that, People get very stressed about sleep and they get very like, oh, I'm not getting enough. We are all different. And, you know, it's the same as anything. It's a bit of an arbitrary numbers, you know, six to eight or six to nine hours sleep. However, you, I know, Sade really do struggle with sleep. And if you are um, trying to find a way of getting more sleep or better sleep, it would be amazing. Mm -mm. Okay, well, I really hope this works and helps. And you'll meet Chris, who will guide you through the process, and I really look forward to hearing back from you in a few weeks' time.
0: All right, then. See you in a few weeks. Bye.
1: So while Sadie is getting on with her challenge, we thought we'd get Chris on to have a bit of a chat to us about how he set the challenge and generally his work around circadian rhythms. So, the wonderful Chris Connors, welcome to The Wellness Breakdown.
3: <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And uh, yeah, you and I go back quite a long way now. I mean, it's been like over I know, kind right? of 10, 15 years and um, through various different parts of our journey. I know. Even
2: I obviously know about circadian rhythm, but it's really great to speak to someone who has studied it this mm. and can explain to people listening, about circadian rhythm. Um, And so would you do that for us, Chris? Will you sum it up for us?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of a very, in a way, very simple premise that, of course, we have a, our body has a 24 hour clock, and it actually uh, is guided by that 24 hour clock. And all of us actually have that uh, in our system. Um, And you'll tend to know that when you align with it, you feel well, and when you disrupt it, you don't. And Breaking that further down, uh, our circadian biology is basically dictated by uh, what cells that are actually behind our eyes. What that means is the 24-hour clock in our body actually has a control center. And these cells called melanopsins basically tell your body what to do and how to behave and how to function. And that those melanopsins are actually guided by light. And so... The whole point here is that actually light that comes into our eyes determines so much of the functioning of our body for good and for bad. So you'll know that by, you know, you'll know when it's disturbed when, of course, you know, you've had a really bad night's sleep. Obviously, extreme forms of disassociation from circadian rhythm is something like jet lag. And you know what that does to your body and to your system. And that is a sort of distortion of this 24-hour clock that your body just knows.
1: I mean, it's that whole kind of like optic flow notion, isn't it? I was reading something about how Mm -hmm. the fake light at night is actually pro-depressive. So you actually encourage depression by like looking at these like fake lights. So who do you think... This, I mean, I guess it can help everyone, right, Chris? And like, how do you use it in your practice and like with your clients?
3: It kind of goes back a long way with me. I mean, you know, when I was studying in the monasteries of Japan, uh, you know, we would spend a lot of our time light bathing, which, I, of course, I didn't really know at the time. We didn't really call it that, but we were out in the sun and we were working on sort of keeping eyes open and, and constantly no blinking and all sorts of kind of aspects of working with light. Then actually fast forward, funny enough, to when I moved to Ibiza from London, I started to obviously to go and have sunrise and sunset on the same day, which is, of course, is one of the great luxuries of life. Uh, And I started, of course, to feel better and uh, really began to ask myself the questions, why? Because one thing is to assume it, um, but why? And so I I went on a bit of a mission to understand what that was, uh, to research more and more about it and... I now incorporate it into all my work. Of course, primarily I work with meditation and sort of mindful life and mindful living. But uh, for me, it's, it's become a, so an absolute kind of base level of work that I can do with people. Mm. And the improvements are phenomenal. I've just worked with someone who has spent thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on sleep aids, sleep tools, sleep uh, drugs and she is out every morning doing her light bathing 20 minutes in the morning and she's sleeping for the first time and if I could send you the recording of what she said to me it really is incredible that it's that simple
1: yeah I mean, that's kind of the reason why we have enlisted your help. Because I know you're so specialised in this. And actually, I had the the beauty of being on a retreat with you in Santorini and doing some of the yeah. exercises that you're talking about. But there is a special guest that we know suffers with her sleep, Sadie Frost, who is Rose's close friend. Mm. We sent her to you for a consultation. Mm. So can you just talk our listeners through the process of this? And let's hear also about your incredible app,
3: of course. Well, first of all, yes, I met Sadie. Uh We had a session together and got to learn a little bit about her relationship with sleep. And within that, the first thing that always happens in a process is there's sort of an unlearning in a way, you know, to sort of say, hey, go out and, you know, spend time in light. It seems so obviously easy, but... uh You know, you have to build it in as a structure to your day and you have to remember what, you know, the habits and behaviors that you need to reinforce that. So we built a a platform, a daily platform for her to go out and uh, follow four specific guidances for each part of the day. Mm. You know, waking up, getting light first thing in the morning, you know, Mm -hmm. is one of the most important ways to set your, your circadian clock. And so, you know, being outside, luckily Sadie has a dog and was able to you know say okay well i can do that i can take my dog outside and be out in the woods or be in nature um but you don't it doesn't have to be that complicated it can be just by standing by a window but the point is to actually spend that time because of course the first thing you do when you get up in the morning is think of your to-do list this is a little bit of a break with that can
2: i ask a quick question sorry mm, yeah i know that um i read different things and something say it has to be Without glass, like it doesn't count if you're dry on the school run looking out of your, your window screen. Can it be through glass or do you have to be outside?
3: I mean, from what I know and I've researched through glass, the, the idea is to really take longer time. Right. So you would double the time simply okay. because there's there's intervention in the light frequencies that come through i would always advocate natural light i mean you know we all have access to it yeah. it's free for all of us yeah but the most important thing is to be able to wake it up wake up and take that habit okay and actually say i'm going to do that and if you incorporate it with some breath work and actually start to sort of settle the brain rather going into sort of cortisol spiking, then, you know, you're setting yourself up for a good day. It's
1: not my forte, that. It's making me literally <laughs> yeah. win. Rose very much struggles to switch off, so she could probably do some of this stuff, Chris, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But no, you, you. it was quite some of the stuff you talked about, like in terms of planning her days and planning meetings and things like that, that was really yes. interesting as well to maximise on her brain capacity, didn't you?
3: Yeah, so I'm a big advocate of changing all back-to-back ideas always doing a sort of 50-10 rule or a 55-5 rule Uh, around the hour we have circadian rhythms but we our brain actually operates in what we call ultradian rhythms which are 90 minute uh, cycles that our brain can really function at its best and so actually it's good to work on either a 90 minute or even a 45 minute uh, cycle knowing that you're working that way rather than one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock so mm-hmm. I talked to Sadie a little bit about breaks, of course, and actively taking breaks and actively taking natural daylight, even if it's raining or making sure that you pot, you know, you actively do that. And it's not about bringing your phone. It's not about, it's about undoing, unfocusing so that the brain has a capacity to start finding itself again.
2: Interesting.
3: Sadie works very hard. I hope she yeah. doesn't mind me saying that. I can tell she's a hard worker. And What I can tell in her world of production is that, you know, it's just constant on the go. But our research shows that, you know, you see a brain that doesn't get breaks during the day, that doesn't take breaks and take light during the day versus a brain that does. It just shows all the data towards avoiding burnout, avoiding really bad Thursdays and Fridays. You know, there's so much research about the discipline of adding these tiny Micro changes in your day to make a really big difference, and so that was really the the way that I presented it to city. So it doesn't feel like a huge task and un- overwhelming thing, but it is to say, you know, if you do this and you do it regularly. Your brain will say thank you <laughs> <laughs> and it will reward itself by actually restoring itself.
1: It all kind of makes sense when you talk about it like that. But actually, a lot of us do the whole or a lot of people, busy people, they just work. They think it's better to like work through lunch and like yeah, keep of hammering at it.
3: Yeah. You know, if you're all day using certain parts of your brain, for sure. It's a bit like overusing your arm to lift weights. You're just going to mm. start getting burnt areas in your body. It's the same. So I'm an advocate of... Mm. You know, getting really into actually doing less really when it comes to it. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's like what's his name? Is it t- Tim Ferris? the the f- uh, four hour work week, or something like that? I'm probably like butchering that now, but yeah, that's his kind of whole premise is like basically be more efficient. And you and you did mention things like to, uh, in the kind of program about hydrating more and and the caffeine thing. I mean, that's a big thing yeah. that I know Rose and I definitely deal with. It's like when you tell people to drink less coffee, they immediately want to hate you. But I know. Um, can you say why that's really important in terms of? circadian rhythms and sleep
3: yeah I mean well as we know one of the things I recommend to Sadie of course is you know and you know this Eve I'm sure you talk a lot about this about sort of the one hour 90 minute rule in the morning Mm. there's a lot of research out around of course how to break the habit of reaching for coffee first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up and the research would show that the best time to drink coffee is between 60 and 90 minutes after you wake up so that you don't over spike cortisol first thing and also that you do other more mindful things uh, in the morning that you can relax more. It's actually really good to relax first thing in the morning with that level of cortisol in your body, even though you want to use it. It's a really good way to set your day. So it really adheres to the circadian rhythmic cycle. Yeah. You know, ensuring your coffee is a, a sort of a morning ritual um, to avoid all the slumps from a circadian perspective really what you're interfering with. I think there's a 10-hour cycle on caffeine. Is that right? I think it is by the time it leaves your body fully.
2: Some people's genetics are very quick processes of the caffeine and some aren't. I mean, there are genes that yeah. reflect that so i suppose it depends Mm -hmm. on the person but yeah Mm -hmm.
1: but even people that are good at metabolizing it can still be in their system up until 12 hours later Mm -hmm. that's the thing i don't think people realize they might get the initial kind of buzz effect out but actually it does stay there a lot longer than one would think yeah yeah
3: it -hmm. lingers but in terms of you know if you're working on the sort of into your afternoon and actually you know that the issue is at that point you know you're starting to look into the induction of the melatonin cycle Mm. um and you know caffeine interfering with the melatonin cycle is just a natural disruption of that Mm. rhythm
1: yeah totally what do you think about the notion of people being either night owls or larks or owls
3: larks or owls i'm a lark oh yeah yeah i'm
1: a lark as well but I do. I was in a relationship with somebody that was an owl, and it was a bloody nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But do you think people have just retrained themselves, or well, what do you think about, it? or is there a natural pre- like predisposition for somebody to kind of like be one or the other?
3: They say there's a small percentage of population that tend to be owls. I think it's a ten to twenty percent. It's not the majority case, but mm. I personally do think with my clients, it's a learned behaviour. But I think you can behaviorally shift mm. that for sure. Yeah. I don't think that's just a physical status. Yeah.
1: Okay. Interesting, because I'm sure there'll be a lot of listeners thinking that.
2: Yeah. Well, Chris, before you go, I'd love to know about your app, actually, because how this would work. Obviously, Sadie was very lucky and got got you to herself. Mm. But for Mm. others who don't have you to themselves, (laughs) how does the app work and how could it help someone who does have problems sleeping?
3: So I created Oppo as a way for people to really connect with their circadian rhythm to understand more about um a kind of mindful life connected to the world, the real mm. world. And so when you are out in the world and you're able to be in the world, my app will take you there. Um, and what we're doing, we're planting portals around cities and nature based places where you can go and sit with your eyes open and absorb the environment around you. And I guide you as a, with a meditation of that environment around you. The app will take you to a bench in Berkeley Square. And, you know, gives you directions. And once you're there, it unlocks the view. You know, I guide you with the view right in front of you for 10 minutes. So it's like a real augmented experience of the the space that you're in. And by doing that, you're getting light filtration, you're getting nature connection, and you're getting mindful benefits. And also we're putting in sound frequencies. Uh, which are aligned to times of day as well, which really help you, whether they're the morning to induce more serotonin or nighttime to juice melatonin.
1: Yeah, it's a fantastic app, Chris. I mean, I use it a lot with with clients and anybody listening now is probably like oh to the sound of your voice because <laughs> it is so soothing yeah all your work as well I mean like you've been talking about this for a long long time actually yeah, I mean yeah. you are kind of one of the major literally one of the major voices in it and what I also love about the app is that you can go on that's very user-friendly and there's also yeah. fantastic sound baths on there because for a lot of our clients they find it really hard getting into meditation don't of they Rose? and like you know, just getting them to listen to music is a way and using that sound. I think they're fantastic. I love using them myself, yeah.
3: My dream is to keep the app free. We're a social enterprise My dream is that partners that we have can help fund the app to keep it free for people so that they get the opportunity to do all of this lovely, luxurious things that we talk about because I truly believe our wellness is a human right, not a luxury.
1: Oh, well, that's such Mm -hmm. a lovely note to end on with you. I mean, we could have you on here for like hours and hours, (laughs) but I know you've got to dash. But thank you so much.
2: After
3: a sunset. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, brilliant. Thank you so much. And um, let's see how Sadie gets on. I'm sure it will be very helpful for
0: her too. So, I'm on my way to meet Chris and to be given this challenge. I'm really excited about it. A little apprehensive because nothing's ever worked before, but always open minded. I've just completed my first session and it went really well. About to give this a go, um, this little seat routine. So, I'm going to try and plan my day ahead so I can fit in these little pauses and breathing exercises and also kind of connecting to nature. It was so good to go out first thing in the morning with my little dog and to kind of focus and align myself and connect with what was going on outside and kind of look at the light, whereas a lot of the time I'll just kind of stay in bed and read and do yoga and hibernate, but to go out and kind of embrace nature first thing. Sometimes it's really difficult... Um, and can be frustrating because sleep should be the easiest thing, and something so minor can make you feel out of balance. So, I do have to be careful what I listen to just before bed. So, I'm going to be careful to play anything new, i.e., Chris's meditations, sleep, wind downs. I think I'll stick to my own in this situation.
2: Welcome back to the podcast, Sade. I'm really hoping for good news. <laughs>
0: How did it go, How Yeah, are- I mean, it was amazing to meet Chris. There's something so calming about him. Um, he turned up when I in the middle of me directing my Twiggy Doc, and he kind of came and we found a little room. So it was, a, you know, the thing is what I've realised is it, it, you know, there's sometimes... The reason why someone can't sleep is yeah, because your schedule or your life is very manic. And you know, he we did have the meeting when my life was incredibly manic, I was juggling a million different things. So, I think maybe in hindsight, it would be good to kind of do a challenge like this. And when you really could kind of take the whole thing on board, because it was anything extra was just very difficult to, to do. But I did do them and I did really appreciate them and get something from them oh that's good i wake up when it's dark so that's the problem if you wake up when it's dark i guess you're awake a few hours before it gets light and you're not getting into the rhythm yeah that's so a good point. you're already kind of out of sync with it so i guess now it's getting to be summer and when i was in india it was easier because you can or when i'm abroad there's, there's sunlight in the morning and you can look up at the sky and go for a walk but you know i can't go for a walk at like i wake up at 4 30 or five, I I can't go for a walk or go outside that early. Mm -hmm. I kind of did um, a bit of it when I could. And I started just resetting my brain to think differently. So I think it's about planting seeds and baby steps. Mm -hmm. So he broke it up very, very simply. So, you know, I did my meditation in the morning. I did kind of walking around outside with my dog to kind of, um, yeah, it's about kind of embracing, I guess, the sky and light and all that stuff. So As much as I could, I tried to do that. And then it's the pauses in the day where you, he gives you, for me, it was on an email, very detailed, very, very clearly to listen to certain things throughout the day. So there's a morning rise, you know, later on in the day, there's a reflection and and different moments to pause and just slow things down. And they're only like some of them four minutes. So that's all doable. Yeah. I definitely feel like my brain chemistry has slightly changed. I've definitely slept better. It's great. But you're not going to have miracles when your life is chaotic, because the reason this is like this is because it is chaotic. But I think you know, we've got a bank holiday weekend now, so I'm going to carry on, and I've planted the seeds, and I'm understanding it, and I'm beginning to really. <coughs> oh, sorry, the dog again. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Cheers, Cherry. Cherry's always welcome. i have oh, listened to her growling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it. Look at the size of the dog. <laughs> she needs some
1: circadian rhythm.
0: She, she on the other hand is a really good sleeper. So oh. she, <laughs> and she does help me sleep because I just have to rub her little paw. I guess it's feeling like nurtured, safe, and understanding these rhythms and, the, and these kind of cycles that the body goes through. Mm-hmm. I did stop doing the emails later on in the day. Oh, that's good. Even though I get up early, I try and stop five thirty-six because if I'm doing stuff in the evening. I get really stressed. Anything can stress me out. Mm. That's
2: quite good because that's a hard one to break. And I know that because it's just, you just think, oh, I'll just clear the decks. And then you're clearing the decks till eight, nine o'clock at night. And then you, yeah. you're literally in bed doing stuff. So. I mean, we, we did this in another podcast when I, and I failed miserably at like trying to get off screens and trying just to do that winding down. But it is very effective if you can do it
1: it sounds as though you've done like quite micro changes like in a way you know like because it's not so kind of far removed from what you've done in the past like you mentioned before that you're a regular practicer of meditation but even those small things like the exposure of light or giving yourself those Kind of pockets of recovery in the day it's amazing how even those quite small things done consistently and I think that's another thing that you definitely highlighted there it's like it's not going to be something that's you know a pill really it's not a silver bullet or a panacea for anything but if you do that regularly it's about kind of finding that rhythm and I think it's all about rhythms and like our lifestyles just push us so far off what is our normal kind of circadian rhythm or you know rhythms in our body generally so that sounded like you really, you've kind of shifted those things in a really positive way.
0: 100%. And I would definitely recommend it to other people. I think you've probably got the worst person to kind of guinea pig on. So if it's worked a bit for me, then I'm sure, um, you know, I've, I've had a few friends asking me about it. And I love that also his, you know, the sound baths and places to go. Mm. It's a, an experience. Because I think what we're doing in life is yes, I'm meditating. Yes, we're doing nice things and sound baths and healing. And But what we need to do is Build up more rituals and more experiences in our life that actually give us kind of wholesome, kind of meaningful kind of time in ourselves. Because if you're not kind of embracing life and you're just experiencing life, then I don't think you really get that much from it. And I think that's why... You know, watching... I mean, it sounds so cliche, but watching a sunset is so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're younger, you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a sunset. But those things are so simple and they happen every day. But if you actually sit and do it or you look at the stars... And I thought one really interesting thing that Chris said that I think is really important. And I think it's like making your home... kind of supporting your home for your needs and doing the little things that really make you feel special in it. And And I'm very kind of sensory. Like, I think it's really important things like smell and you know i live in the countryside so at the moment it's so important for me to light a fire and candles and incense like it's all very ritualistic and and chris talks about that he says like you know to get that kind of light from candles and fires you're basically creating is it your body makes more is it melatonin melatonin when, sometimes you go around someone's house and they've just got lights on i i feel really sometimes not comfortable and but I get a completely different feeling if I go around someone's house and they have got candles and they've lit a fire and they've got incense and it just changes the whole atmosphere and that makes you feel really calm and then that helps you, I think, yeah, you know, definitely sleep better. Yeah. The blue light, the synthetic lights that we
2: have, those are very stimulating. So actually at night having those blue lights on yeah, will really interfere with your rhythm because your, yeah. your brain's going, well, this is daytime, it's time to wake up. So actually that's really... Interesting that he said that because that makes so much sense to just have the blue light down in the evening so that your mm-hmm. body starts thinking about and starts preparing you for sleep. I loved the So when I was looking at the, sh- the notes that he had made for you, you know, the 3 three two one rule, I thought that was really nice because these little rules help. So it was three hours before sleep avoiding food, two hours before sleep avoiding work, and one hour before sleep avoiding screens. Yeah. And I think that that's a really nice rule because actually the thing about eating just before you go to bed is that you might fall asleep, but your body's working hard to digest food. So it's not so restful.
0: Um, did you find that easy? That like three, two, one rule? The last few days, I've really been able to, since I stopped working, I've had four days off work and I was working kind of 18 hour days nearly, you know, it was, it was long, long hours. I think I'm definitely able to do that more. It'd be lovely to hear actually. Anyway, I'll hear, I'll, let,
2: I'll try and let yeah. the listeners know how you get on now that you've hit, because actually you did hit this challenge, I know, at very, very, like, even more intense and normal the moment. Normal, yeah. You had a really crazy few weeks, and I know the timing might have been, well, maybe it was good to do it then. No,
0: I think it was, I think it was good, and I think the good thing is I have it all, it's very clear, and I have it all written down now, and I keep referring back to the email with my plan, you know, because to make changes, it doesn't just happen like that, it's like... I think if I keep going back to it and then slowly, slowly, it's like these things become like brushing your teeth. You just do them every day and you make that time. Totally. And also what you mentioned there about you,
1: you are obviously very sensitive to light, but I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about their eyes and sleep because actually ironically the name and I think Chris mentioned this to you in the session that you had with him is there's we have these melanocytes in the eyes so it actually sounds like melatonin in a way so it's amazing about how much that light dictates that sleep and melatonin and all these things and it's all kind of really interlinked so I don't think it's unusual really for you to say that you feel particularly sensitive to that light and I think the more we can lean into that and work with the light cycles the more we're going to support that sleep-wake cycle because you are by nature quite a morning person aren't you I mean you say you get up really early Mm -hmm. did you find like with the program you're going out more into the daylight once you know obviously the the sun had risen
0: yeah I think then the clocks have changed so it's a little bit easier but you know it's difficult when you kind of wake up and then it's three hours before it gets light and then you're already kind of like on your way to in the middle of middle of stuff I mean the one thing about yeah yeah I'm not fantastic sleeper but i i love being a morning person because i wake up every day like happy to kind of like yeah there's so much to do and i get really excited and you know when i kind of roll over and look at the time and 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 if it's five o'clock i'm really happy that i've got to five even though i might have woken up quite a few times before that i'm like five o'clock's brilliant because i can do this 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 and this before you know work at nine but if it's like (laughs) 334 it's just like oh no that what am I going to do this won't be serving me well for the for later on in the day so you know now I've got some other things I can put on like apps that kind of help with the sleep rhythms in the brain and Chris has given me some as well so did you notice that then you slept you've been sleeping more or would you
1: say that it's more about less waking up you said you mentioned that brain chemistry had slightly
0: changed so how has that kind of impacted on your sleep? I'm definitely not waking up as much Okay. and I'm definitely sleeping a little bit later and I don't know like yeah it's probably a combination of this and, and and a few other things I think the one thing that I found difficult was like listening I'm very I think very sensitive at night before I go to sleep about what I listen to so the first few times I was listening to some stuff that Chris was doing or saying and then you know I have to be so careful what goes into my brain it's so personal, like, that last thing before you go to bed. That's why it's so important before you go to bed, what you watch on telly. Like, some people want to watch murder mysteries. some people want to watch comedy, some people want to listen to whale sounds or white noise or whatever. You know, for me, it's like I, I, I realise that I can't interfere with that. That's the one area like I need to be very careful because that could just trigger off some kind of crazy sleep thinking. But no, I definitely think it's improved and I definitely am going to continue. I mean, today I feel I feel really good and I kind of uh got this morning, did the walk and will continue to do that and the pauses and yeah thank you
1: oh thank you so much for doing it we're really pleased you like got so much out of it and that you will take some of these things forward because that's the point of some of this stuff and also a lot of it's really doable like people don't need to be spending lots of money on this stuff or
0: if they can go out and try these techniques and these tools you know that's really important as well no definitely anybody who's gonna who wants to try it, it's just very simple and and worth giving a go so uh yeah i recommend it
1: Well that was a fantastic episode Rose and Sadie really threw herself into the challenge didn't she
2: She really did actually and I think um I think she was a really great person to have because her sleep has been such a long issue um for her it's been going on for years and also she's very receptive she's a super smart woman you know she'll take it on board and really give it a genuine go so that it was really great to hear and I I will keep you posted everyone on how she does in the future because obviously it's been an issue for a long time it might take a while for it to really sort of get to a point where she feels huge improvements but I think um, I, I definitely think she's going to carry on which is fantastic
1: yeah I mean neither of us thankfully and I think we're really lucky actually we don't have you know serious or you know suffer with our sleep but you know i mean having two hours of sleep a night or whatever she was having it's quite relentless that that is so i I really hope that some of the things she's taken from the challenge she'll be able to kind of use ongoing now and that will really help
2: yeah me too i'm excited for her actually um and you're right it's 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 hard to imagine having trouble sleeping when you're when you sleep all right it's hard to imagine how that feels and um so I hope this will help lots of other people too, because I know it's, you know, it's definitely not just Sadie. I see so many clients who are not fantastic sleepers and yeah, there is more and more evidence around sleep and how important that is. So I'm really um, hoping that lots of you get something from it. And actually the app sounds incredible. So if you um, download
1: that, that'll be a start. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, we're almost done,
2: Eve. So let's go through a few emails first. This is from Claire via email. Hi there. Would you mind sharing which nootropics Eve tried for this week's challenge, please?
1: I thought we did mention it actually, but I went for the new co, the nootropics one. But yeah, and I actually still continue taking that. Oh, that's so good. that's a big endorsement mm-hmm. i've also had a message here on instagram at our channel at the underscore wellness breakdown hi rose and eve loved hearing mira on the podcast i've followed her for years now and read both her books loving your podcast nishi oh that's so nice she's yeah. a great guest as well she really threw herself into her challenge too so we had very dedicated guests this season rose
2: yeah we have actually we have she was fantastic um i've got another one here about nootropics Hi, Rose and Eve. Loved your podcast on nootropics. Like you, Rose, my memory is really bad. I laughed out loud when you said, if only I could remember their first steps. I'm definitely interested in these, but it goes back to knowing what brands to buy. In the health shop, Eve said the ingredients weren't great. I just wouldn't know what I'm looking at. Great podcast, Joe. So there's another one. There's London nootropics. They're supposed to be good too, aren't they?
1: Yeah. I think what I meant when I said the ingredients weren't great it was because I went into like a very well-known chain of health stores in the UK and just there's a lot of Mm -hmm. fillers in their supplements generally so I think that's a, a big thing to just look out for if it's got a lot of fillers and bulking agents then definitely probably want to steer clear of that and then you know, with things like, often things like curcumin, just making sure that you're getting one that's more kind of bioavailable. So if it's a patented one, that's great. Or one that actually has black pepper or biperin in the formula. So those, I guess, would be my two major things to kind of look out for when you're buying the nootropic supplements. I think that's probably what she means. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't had any more emails about your grand Rose, and all of that revelation of her... Getting on her trampette every day. All six foot two of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I love that story so much.
2: I listened to um, our podcast when I was in the gym, and I was really laughing because I was listening to that one while I was trying to do really serious and do some weights and things, and I was just giggling <laughs> about it. <laughs>
1: yeah well look thanks so much to all of you who continue to join us on the podcast we love getting your messages and your emails so please keep sending them in and we will definitely read them into next season season five
2: season five wow
1: yes you can email us at info
2: at dot uk or message us on our instagram page too. well that's it another series over I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have I think Sadie was such a great guest to end with
1: She was absolutely fantastic and really I thought she was really open and mm-hmm. you know transparent about her struggles with sleep and I think that really what well, definitely helped give us more of an insight but also a lot of people listening I'm sure and you know Chris who worked on the challenge with us he was fantastic as well and I mean that man's voice honestly is soothing just in itself but like so much <laughs> knowledge and insight
2: yeah Thanks again to all of you for listening. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please follow us. Just click the plus sign on the top right-hand corner of the homepage.
1: And remember, we're also now broadcasting the podcast on YouTube, so just look for us under the Wellness Breakdown Pod. Have an absolutely fantastic few
2: weeks, everyone, and we will be back soon. See you soon. Bye.